This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I'm your host, Scott Malone. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Chris Cook. Hi, everybody. Hi, Scott. Hey, Chris. <laughs> How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm all right yeah. in this moment. I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. Well, and believe me, we'll get into it because we've got a doozy. Um, just before we get started, I'd like to throw out our social media in case you want to reach us. Uh, at Twitter, we're at Detroit talk city and if you want to email us you can get to us at detroit talk city pod at gmail.com you can find me on twitter and instagram at scatman malone and i am l e l chris cook absolutely um so we're going to be discussing kiss and uh, the album lick it up at length uh later in the episode after the break but as with all our other episodes, um, KISS fans, but people here to hear about KISS, like we will be getting to it, but a part of the show is that we, uh, we get into stuff that's going on in our lives and how we're being influenced right now and maybe what's going on in our minds while we listen to these crazy assholes. While we delve into <laughs> the delve, world of KISS. Delve, the relevant, relevant world of, mm-hmm. of 80s uh, makeup free kiss. Well, there is there's a lot of makeup, just not the usual makeup that not we're this, used to. Yeah, yes, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> At least there was still some makeup with, with yeah. those guys because, man, they need it. Although, no one needed the demon makeup more than Gene Simmons. <laughs> oh, yes. He, no look is better on him in the world and the history of kiss than that devil makeup. It really, it really pulls. His whole thing together. The devil, me- that, that's, how, that's how it sounds like almost like off-brand kiss. Like he's the devil. <laughs> ben, ben Gibbons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his, his tongue coming out so far looks even creepier when he doesn't have the kiss makeup on. Like when it's kiss makeup, he's yeah. kind of like, it's just like, oh, what a, what a weird rock star. Well, you can like kind of like imagine like, yeah, this guy, this might be a monster, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like seven feet tall and, you know, spits blood and breathes fire. And and here without the makeup, he's just some creepy guy with bad bad glam makeup. But <laughs> who, who needs to put his tongue into his mouth? <laughs> exactly. But as I say, we'll get into it after the break. But first, uh, we've got some important matters at hand. Um, Chris, I'll just let you uh, let, let you get into it. Something crazy happened to you yeah, over the weekend. Uh, you were you were present for this, which I'm, I'm thankful that someone <laughs> was present for. Uh, this is almost a, a cautionary tale that I want to share with our <laughs> listeners uh, about the dangers of hot coffee. <laughs> so uh, it was morning at my place. Scott had stayed over the night before. We we aren't a uh, a couple. We aren't sexually no. together, but no, we wanted to stop We're... drinking and driving, so he just stayed over at my house. Smart Anyways, thing to do. A small part of the story, but he was in my house. I was making coffee in the morning, and we were chatting in my kitchen. And the the hot water was in the French press with the coffee. It was brewing perfectly. And, we're chatting. and what a beautiful French press it is. Yeah, and you, I you know you you generally know what you're doing. Oh yeah, like. I make I make I've been making a French press every morning for like more than a decade. So let's put that like let's think of, that's over like three thousand days. I've, I've, anyways, 
I've made 3,000 pots of French press. At least. But this day, I knocked the French press over. <laughs> I don't know how I did I think I just turned and hit it. And It was French like some press... in- Inspector Clouseau shit or something <laughs> yes, like that. Except... <laughs> so I knock the French press off my counter. Luckily, it's a metal French press. So the French press is fine, everybody. I just want you to know the French press is fine. But it fell on the floor, causing an explosion... <laughs> Of coffee, hot, boiling hot water, coffee grounds, just everything, all over the kitchen. Now, to start, before I talk about the coffee that hit me, my roof, <laughs> my stucco roof, got sprayed with coffee. Yeah, like, he, is, he, is, he is not exaggerating when he says, this shit went everywhere. Yeah, it, like, my roof, it just covered, covered my roof in, in coffee grounds, covered most of my kitchen but most importantly it hit me near my groin real i was wearing shorts and as soon as it hit me i was covered in coffee i was wearing shorts and a tank top and it only hit me in the shorts scott screamed at me to take my shorts off again (laughs) (laughs) we are not sexual partners not at all not at all this is a friend seeing his, his very good friend get burned like yeah, in so front I of him th- tore my clothes off so i was in a pair of little underwear <laughs> as i'm trying to clean up and deal with this burn and so long i not even long story short it's not short so though my roof is stained i got most of it off but it's there's still like it looks, there's still stains it, i was, I was look, wondering it kind of looks like water came through from the roof right but we're just gonna paint that that's fine but i got a second degree burn <laughs> four inches from my dick and that and that was what i was trying like like it was it was awful and i felt bad for you because it like mm. that shit started to blister like so oh, fast Oh yeah the blister was the size of an eyeball yeah but like all my, my only way of trying to comfort you was like man few inches away and we're going to the emergency <laughs> room because you just burned your dick off <laughs> so it was so I, it was lucky in a uh, in, in a way and so for a few days the blister remained intact so i just took care of it was hoping it would heal and then the other night it popped while i was sleeping we, we, we were gonna record last night <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> sorry uh the the other night it popped and uh and uh yeah it uh now i have a, an eyeball sized open wound on my right thigh that is just making life wonderful right yeah. now yeah, when you when you walked into my place today i was like oh man <laughs> Just limping from fucking coffee. So, as I said, this is a tale in the dangers of hot coffee, much like that old lady everybody made fun of when she got burned by McDonald's coffee. It's it's a real thing. It is no joke. It is no joke. Boiling water's hot. Yeah, it'll burn your skin. No, I I loved it when we went to uh to the pharmacy, and you're you're like dealing with this awful burn, and you're already starting to see it blister up. But but, but naturally, you know, you're looking for some way to soothe it, so you go and talk to the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And this guy was driving me crazy, and I was and I was not the one in pain. <laughs> Explaining what a burn <laughs> is, how it's similar to a sunburn. Have I, have I ever had a sunburn? He asked me, and it's like I currently have a burn. <laughs> I have burned myself. Stop telling me about the hypotheticals of sunburns. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted, I wanted to throttle the guy. Like, yeah. can you just show some sort of relief for my friend here? Jesus Christ! But, uh, there, it, uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of that story. Yeah. Other than the ongoing uh, pain and humiliation, <laughs> and humiliation, being being forced to explain like like oh man, you're limping. What what this happened? This is literally the first I've talked about it in public, other than like with a few friends. Yeah. This is I'm a I'm not a terrible oversharer on social media, but I usually share when I've done something stupid, and I still haven't. <laughs> well i was wondering like should we like like you know we've talked about it a lot now like should we post i'll post a photo the first time somebody tweets me about it from the show i will definitely post a disgusting photo of my leg yeah like i was i was picking up recording equipment yesterday and <laughs> literally in the middle of it just like look at my phone and just see this grisly <laughs> ghastly <laughs> Gore wound in the middle of a snow white thigh. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we're in the middle of a we're in the middle of a heat wave right now. So I, was, I don't know. I felt lightheaded from it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the vapors! The vapors. Exactly. They're getting to me. My stars and garters. Anyway, so well, that's that's, uh, that's where I'm. That's yeah. how I'm coming into this episode. That's mm-hmm. wh- where I'm at. Uh, yeah. How's your week been? Oh, it's been, uh, it was good. I, uh, I saw Queens, the Stone Age on Friday, one of my favorite bands. I think, I think that was, it was either my eighth or my ninth time seeing them. So it's incredible. So it's no joke when it comes to my fandom of them. Um, they kicked ass, played most of their new album. All their albums are worth checking out everybody. If you're looking for one of the best modern rock bands, whatever, I don't even need the qualifier of modern rock bands in general, give them a shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Few people in the game have done it as long now. I think Queens have been around for about 20 years now, finally. It doesn't feel like it, but because yeah. they're as relevant and kick-ass as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked about the show is at Rogers Place, where um, where the Oilers play, um, and there were no video screens. It was all just like LED lights that were like on kind of like almost like bike stands or something. Like oh, I'm not explaining it right, right. But anyway, they would just be able to just like smack them around all throughout the show of just making mm-hmm. for a cool interesting light show that's awesome yeah yeah it was really cool they're also the type of band that really um you can benefit by taking a psychedelic or um a <laughs> as was the case of uh, my friend who accompanied me i won't i won't mention him by name because he might be embarrassed but you know what it is um he took um he took an edible and uh <laughs> Let's just say I had to I had to talk him off the ledge kind of before the show started because uh yeah, he was freaking out They're a little not bit. To, not to be traveled with. And like and that's his favorite band. And yeah. even he was having trouble. So just yeah. again, be careful with your edibles, people. Exactly. Like and I even had like a, a little nibble and just and then so it just gave me like just a nice little mellow thing but yeah i had to basically like take him to the tent and give him some orange slices you know like where it's like it's okay you're about to see your favorite band you know all the songs you're in a safe place i'm your buddy the cops aren't coming for you <laughs> exactly so yeah like i i felt bad we were with a couple other friends who were up in the stands we were on the floor certain right before we went to the floor i i just had had a few beers i was like oh it's shit i'm gonna go take a piss quickly before we go down there and he like stopped our other friends like don't leave <laughs> like i need someone to wait to wait with me <laughs> which i di- i didn't realize that it hit him so bad until we then walked downstairs and anyway it was great it was- i just i just love that there's no harm came of it it's just a charming little story yeah 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although it, it made me wonder. Okay, so I, t- I told you about this the other day, but I'll do it for the uh, the listeners. So then during um, Little Sister, one of Queen's bigger songs, you know, they played it on Saturday Night Live. Um, <laughs> I notice in front of me, about five to eight rows in front of me, all of a sudden I just see this jacked up guy, <laughs> like really <laughs> jacked up, like huge, surrounded by his other like juice monkey bro friends. And he is just, he has decided he is going to pump his arms up, like as if he's, I don't know, leading the crowd at a rave or something or like that. Or like the way I'll try to describe what you're doing, it's just like punching the air punching. with both arms. <laughs> like, exactly. Like one every second. Punch, punch, punch. And he's he's tall. And he's like directly in my line of sight. And I was like, oh no. Like this, like, this is beyond distracting. I like, <laughs> but I'm also starting to like laugh because it's so <laughs> absurd. And... <laughs> And like, cause it it didn't just last for a little sister. It went into the next song, which happens to be like the most kind of janky, weird song on the newest album. It is not like a a party rocking song at all. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) he continues doing this fist pumping shit. I was like, what, what is going on? But I think he realized like halfway through it. And then I literally just saw him just like run away. (laughs) Probably punched someone and killed them and had to run. I don't don't know. I don't know. And so because it was only for a bit, it ended up being pretty fucking funny. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that makes me think of something. And I wonder it's, I actually, this directly, goes in line with kiss does it ever when you're when you see something like that at a concert for a band you really like does it ever like kind of twinge you a little bit that this yeah. this person that drives you nuts in front of you that their favorite band is the same as yours absolutely and and you know you have to expect that kind of thing especially when you're playing at a hockey arena mm-hmm. you know the arena wasn't full but i would venture there's probably ten thousand people there and just by virtue of a show with 10,000 people, yeah, there's going to be some goobers there. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some bros. There's going to be cool people, too. But, yeah, you have to you have to reckon with that sort of thing. Whereas, like, when we saw the Bronx, you know, last month, most, I would say, like, 95% of the crowd was cool. Yeah, there was yeah. just a couple guys in the pit that were yeah. just... And those were just... T- Dudes dealing with shit. They weren't assholes. They were exactly. just like <laughs> they were working they, through some shit. They were fighting through. Yeah. Uh, but imagine a Kiss concert. Oh man! It, it, if they come, we we gotta go. Oh yeah, I, and I'm not I'm not saying this to say that there's like there would be so many shitty people at a Kiss concert. There there there, but, there would but there would be. But I'd be I'd be so interested to find out who a genuine Kiss fan thinks is the asshole at the concert. Right. Well, yeah. Probably us. Well, but. yeah. Like it's not like it's not like we'd be that disrespectful. Like, well, like, no, like, like, like no, I, I, I would try to enjoy it for what it is. It, Paul's stage banter would be where I would be laughing yeah. because it'd be it's impossible not to. It's there's a whole goddamn album that someone compiled based on it, but we'll be getting to that <laughs> uh, later. <laughs> um, so yeah, that. Um, I also. Um, I bought tickets to Cal Jam 18 down in California, which is an amazing lineup. It's going to be Foo Fighters, Iggy Pop, basically with Queens backing him, called Post Pop Depression, Tenacious D, uh, Deer Tick, Mets, Black Mountain, all of, all of whom are bands 
go check them out, people, if you're interested in modern rock. So, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty. I'm so jealous. Right. I I would be going down with you, however. Yeah, but. I, uh, I'm sure this will be released by the time I, I can yes. I talk, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about it. I don't fucking care. Uh, I got hired. I'm doing uh, for a theater gig out in Vancouver and then back here in Edmonton with the Arts Club Theater in Vancouver and the Citadel Theater here in Edmonton. And we're doing a, a play called Sweat, which is a, an American play. It's in a Pulitzer Prize award-winning play but i get to move to vancouver for six weeks do that play come back to edmonton and get paid like real money to do theater it's pretty pretty exciting pretty exciting the fucking king of edmonton right yeah i've done it (laughs) but seriously you're getting you're getting paid doing doing the acting shit i mean what what more do you want i'm uh i'm pretty excited about it um but I'm also pretty bummed that I don't get to go to, to the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but we yeah. should probably take our our break here. Yeah, j- just before we do okay. that, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to um, James, oh, the guy who um, the artist who came up with our amazing um, podcast cover art. I don't know what you would. What you, I exactly think cover what, art. Cover is art. The... Um, obviously, uh, everyone out there would have already seen it for episode one, but know that we didn't actually have it until. Uh, just a few days ago, recording episode five here, um, but just an amazing job and uh, shout out to James. Uh, he'll uh, he'll be a presence on this podcast at yep. some point, believe you me. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. He I, did a great job. I'm blown away. He's just <laughs> fucking guy. He takes the effort, like pitches that idea, and is like, I'm not just gonna like paint this. I'm gonna like go order a fucking army helmet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so if you're seeing that art- artwork, that's. That isn't just something created in paint on a computer. He bought a fucking he, helmet. Yeah, he has he has that helmet sitting in I assume his basement now. So <laughs> James, you're a maniac. You know, I would say that I love you, but I know you can't feel real emotion. Um <laughs> speaking of real emotion, we're gonna get to uh, an emotional time for Kiss when we come back. The album where they took the makeup off and you know that it's what controversy. It's scintillating. We'll be back. Right after this. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. Alrighty. How was that break for you? Uh, it was great. Well deserved. You're a smoker. <laughs> I am. Dirty one. Fucking bastard. Um, okay, so... <laughs> so we're here to, uh... We're here to talk about Lick It Up. Um, obviously, uh, Lick It Up pretty famous song in the kiss mm-hmm. canon chris you being the layman of uh this show uh, like, it's definitely one of the songs that if i was thinking about kiss that's definitely you, one of you the know songs. you know lick yeah. it up for sure it's got um a video for it uh, which we'll we'll get into um so what's important about this obviously and we mentioned it before the break is that this was the album where kiss took their iconic makeup off um, what are your what are your thoughts on on all this, like on, um, on the on the way that Kiss looks here? Yeah, they 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 have a lot working against them. They I sure think. do. It's just like especially in the world that this was in '83 when this came out, like all the rock bands that are out there, yeah. and the lead singers of those rock bands, and like just they were pretty. They were they were yeah. pretty back then. Like that that was firmly in the era of like the lead singer of that band. They might be a kick-ass heavy metal band, but they look like women. You know, like, mm-hmm. look at Motley Crue. This was around the time of uh, Shout the Devil, um, Motley's best album. Um, and, 
you see the 10 years difference in, mm-hmm. in age between young hungry band and old band trying mm-hmm. to reestablish themselves and fit in. Now, apparently, um, Lick It Up did pretty well. I'm pretty sure it went platinum. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And though Gene Simmons credits the, the album's success on the press they got for taking the makeup off. Right. So they probably did it at a s- smart time. I mean, it, really, it had to have been a pain in the ass putting all that all that gear on. Oh, yeah. Like, like every night Well, for but a then show. they traded that in for glam, like, glam makeup <laughs> and glam hair and... Just like imagine how long it takes to crimp your hair like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good point. Because um, this is before the wi- wigs or anything too, right? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no wigs that that, that I could see. Um, mm. You know, and believe me, Gene could. <laughs> he needs all the help he can get. Um, so yeah, so they released a couple videos for this album. One of which we're gonna get really get into later, as that's a nice little uh, teaser for that. But uh, let's talk about um, the video to lick it up. Um, so it shows the band for the first while walking in, and they do not show their faces. Um, they just show like their like furry boots and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's wearing leopard skin boots, if I remember correctly. I think you're um, right. But till finally, <laughs> oh, and by the way, before this, apparently the apocalypse has happened or something, uh-huh. and there's uh, scantily clad. Women. There's one woman who's um, washing a manhole with the, yeah, with the I, fire with the fire hydrant for some reason. Feel like I guess the, you need to keep your manhole I, clean. I feel like they had watched watched Escape from New York a few too many times. <laughs> Escape like, yeah. from New York, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but finally, we get it. We get the big reveal, and, and we see some. New York Jews. Yeah, it, <laughs> to, it, to, to put it delicately, and I'm sure like. I'm sure when the video came out, and for a Kiss fan, it would have been this shocking, like, oh my god, that's where they are. Yeah. But it's, for me, the first time I saw the video, it made me laugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we really do have to put it into context a little bit, you know. There was so much less out there back then, the the internet certainly was not a thing, and they just didn't have any publicity photos or anything like that Mm -hmm. where where they were ever, ever seen. Obviously, they didn't walk around in public wearing the goddamn kiss makeup all the time yeah and that like and just on that idea alone is genius for like a huge band Mm -hmm. is that you can have that anonymity which i wonder also how much that played into them wanting to get rid of the makeup too i wonder if gene if gene's ego was so much that it's time that he needed people people to stop time 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 to see my real face all right they're done done i'm done done dicking around with this demon i'll still act like the demon even though i <laughs> yeah that tongue still comes out yeah because he is he's still like when he like in the lick up look it up video like he's still like looking up at you like i'm gonna get you yeah well something. he's that's his that's that seems like it's an ever-going problem for gene is that is trying not to be complete second fiddle to to Paul to Paul yeah and so he has to like he still needs that edge so he yeah. can because it's that's a, the problem of being a bass player right <laughs> he is he is uh, in that video I think he's rocking a pretty sweet uh, bass that's made to look like an axe so you know that's scary it's, uh, <laughs> it's something yeah speaking of um, 
kind of I guess tension within the band. This this album is is famous I guess within the world of Kiss. This is the second and final album that features Vinnie Vincent yes. on guitar. Now, Chris, uh, what's your familiarity with Vinnie Vincent? <laughs> uh, my familiarity is pretty much limited to the research I did for this yeah, album, which yeah. has to do with him doing like extended guitar solos on tour. <laughs> yeah. Which, and, um, which believe- almost getting in a fight with Paul with Paul. <laughs> and b- believe me, like I can I don't I don't know for sure, but I can confirm like like it makes complete sense with like the extended guitar solo shit because he actually he put out a couple of solo albums called the Vinnie Vincent Invasion after these. Mm. When for whatever reason, I think I because I read about it in a Chuck Klosterman book I got pretty into the first Vinnie Vincent invasion back in when I was in high school because um, <laughs> for whatever reason, Klosterman talks about how it just the insanity of like the guitar playing, like where it's like, is this is barely music, you know, like what, what Vinnie Vincent did. And it, it was very symptomatic of the time is that they basically took all the wrong lessons from Eddie Van Halen, mm-hmm. all of the flash fit cram as much shit as many notes as possible fucking ride that whammy you know double tap like like everything um without any of the songwriting or mm-hmm. the the heart or anything like that and yeah vinnie vincent is uh he's mm-hmm. a problematic part of that now um that being said get, get, getting back to the album it i actually think it works for this album yeah the like for what they're going for, like, why don't you just play Start with Exciter just so we get a sense of what... Like... It's it's heavy. It's of its time. Like, what I was what I was impressed about with this album in general was, like, this is a heavy metal album. It's very, very of its time. It reminded me of Judas Priest. Yes. A lot, actually. But, like, you know, you can hear that production. Very 80s. But... It works in general, you know? Like, this is this was firmly with when um, Kiss was, you know, uh, chasing trends, as I think we've discussed in the past, whether it be from disco to concept albums to new wave, et cetera, et cetera. It just so happened that at this moment, um, heavy metal was really at a peak, and they happened to be able to play it well. Um, it was the perfect things coming together for yeah. them. Um, unfortunately, I think they really veered away from it, especially after after Vincent um, left the band. Um, and part of the dispute was that he wanted a percentage of like Kiss's profit. He wanted he wanted the legit money. Yeah. He, he he wanted to be an official member. I mean, you can't blame the guy for trying. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, Gene wasn't born yesterday. Well, say, say, say what you want about the guy. And <laughs> he's credited on almost every song. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, oh yeah, sorry. We, we were listening. We were talking about Lick It Up before. I kind of wanted to just stay on that. Um, obviously there's more crazy shit going on in that video. Um, including like, but from what I could tell, the end of the video is basically just these women just squirting goo into, <laughs> into the band member's mouth. It's, yeah. it's gross. Yeah. It's, just gross. The whole like lick it up thing when you stop and think about it in general, like it's gr- gross. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause uh, like it doesn't like, I know what it means. Right. But why, why would you ever 
want somebody to do that. <laughs> to lick it up. Well, um, you know, if you want them to degrade themselves. I suppose. I mean, I guess they're trying to make it maybe not so sexual by having, like, the women dumping whatever mystery fluids and creams and shit that you think it's just like mayonnaise well i know and it just shows like like paul and gene they just have like shit all over their face it's just like like listen times are hard in the apocalypse you have to survive on condiments (laughs) exactly like you're you're drinking something out of a gas can i don't it was it's if while they were shooting it they're like oh we need something we need something what if the girls fed him oh what do we have what do we have and they had like their craft service table just has some bottles of mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard. And they're like, yes, yes, that's it. yes. Lick it, it up. up. Well, it, it kind of reminds me, and you haven't seen this, but there's um a, a, a home video uh, from the 80s, or maybe it's the early 90s, I'm not sure, called Kiss Exposed. And in it, to show like what wild and crazy guys they are at one point, I think it's Paul. It might be wrong. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but it show, shows them uh, pouring root beer into their cornflakes. <laughs> They're crazy. Can you believe something like that? Because normally you'd put milk, milk in there. Yeah. And and like when I saw oh. that, I, I think in that same video there shows like Jean's like head like mounted on the wall. We'll do a, we'll do a whole episode for, uh, for uh, exposed at some point. Uh, did it's... you try that in your cereal? In your cornflakes? <laughs> Not really a cereal man. No. Um, that might be a fun experiment. Though. You know what? When we do the exposed episode, we'll do a taste test. Okay. That yeah. sounds awful. <laughs> cornflakes on their own are terrible. It's funny. I We could have taken <laughs> Right. I think they're cornflakes. They're some kind of cereal. Um, it's funny. We didn't take the opportunity to, you know drink some cold gin when we did the first Kiss album, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get on that, that cereal and root beer idea. Not oh. something that like we both enjoy. No. <laughs> but I guess that's the point of this podcast, too. We could be doing it about something that we purely enjoy instead of, you know, looking at the car wreck that this band is. <laughs> um, so moving on. Um, oh. any... So uh, Young and Wasted, ah, right? Young, right young up next wasted. after Lick It Up. So the first time when I first got my Kiss, kiss My Simon... Yes. I listened, and it started, and I was listening, I was like, I really fucking like this song. Uh-huh. I really like it. Second time I listened to this song, I listened to the lyrics. Uh-huh. And much <laughs> yeah. like what always happens. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think a lesson that we've been learning in general about Kiss is like the second that you really <laughs> look at the lyrics, you're, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, like the cliches just come rolling in so fast and constantly because one of my my favorite things to do when i listen to like punk music especially is reading the lyrics sit down and read those lyrics and so many bands when you do that it just it brings so much more to the song because you're like you're like oh shit there's so much meaning to it but when you do that with so many kisses songs you're like oh there's there's nothing yeah you're just yeah you're far better off just like have it in the background um yeah um, I, I I quite was into uh, uh, Give Me More, actually, because by my estimation, I would say that this is like the closest thing to a thrash song that Kiss ever did. Like, it's cool to hear this up-tempo, there's some real shredding going on. Like... It's, a, it's really a standout in the album for me. Like, it, cause yeah. it's, it's, it's taking what they're trying to do in the album and it's like they're 
biggest push. Right. Like it's like it's it's you know, even though they're kind of hopping on the bandwagon of, of the current sound, like that's that was popular at, at the time. This is a good one to hop onto. Yeah. Yeah. It um, makes so much. It actually makes sense for them. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what you know. It was surprising to find in general on on this album. It's like okay, like they're doing a pretty decent job of a a competent. 80s heavy metal album. And how many... What what year did Dynasty come out again? Was it... 78. 78. So this is is just five years after... Crazy, right? Yeah. This this heavy... And like, this album is so much better than Dynasty. Right. And it's just... It's really... It speaks as like this band that will never die. (laughs) And always, always changing. That they can still... That they can find their way back to this. To like their, their roots. And to make something that... And probably made their fans so happy. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they give a shit. You know, probably thinking, okay, we're coming in without Mm -hmm. the makeup. We need to prove ourselves. MTV generation doesn't give a fuck about us. You know, we need to make them care Mm -hmm. because MTV... I mean, we weren't even around for it, really. Like, we're Mm -hmm. we're a little too young. Or MTV or much music like we had in in Canada. Um, But it, it was everything mm-hmm. they completely changed music i mean i'm not saying anything anything new now but you know you, you really don't get the same experience watching youtube nowadays no. and just something at your own convenience you know like i don't know about you but like i used to have a vhs tape like at the ready to like tape videos for like shit that i really cared about yeah well and it was so much easier to like discover m- new music because they would be playing different bands bands right. that you hadn't heard of whereas now you're pr- Unless you're like actively going and searching out new bands, you gotta read and you gotta. Yeah, you're only gonna yeah. get. You're getting. You're, the internet is curating to your taste already, so it's hard to stretch outside that. But yeah, like I just, just going back to like the album as a whole, just like. It works. It works really well, though. I, I was reading that "Lick It Up" is pretty much the only song from the album that they play live anymore right yeah well and i think that speaks to the fact that this really even though they did this style well it really wasn't their style Mm -hmm. in general because they as far as i know i'm 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 no expert on the next couple albums that i forget if it goes animalized then asylum it doesn't matter but um they're more of like glam metal as opposed to this being Mm -hmm. far more heavy metal and there's, there really is a big distinction to, uh, to people that maybe don't care about that, that kind of stuff as much. But there, there's a big distinction. Um, I think there's really only one stinker on the album. Um, that's the final song on the album and on the eighth day. Mm-hmm. Terrible ACDC attempt. Yeah. Um, just awful. That, like, stay in your lane. Kiss. <laughs> Like and on the eighth day, God created rock and roll. Like it is, it is biting ACDC style so bad. It, the song just goes nowhere. It mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I try to be a little more constructive than just sucks, but it was one that really stuck out. I was like, well, that's a fucking wet fart to just end the album on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, any other thoughts on some of these songs? Um, um, the well, the only one that. I had more thoughts is, is the one that we wanted to discuss a little bit more anyways. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess just, just kind of wrapping up. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to get to it. Everyone, everyone that knows that what's coming, you know, that there's nothing overtly bad 
there fits like a glove does have gene talking about wet dreams and you know again gross yeah <laughs> but whatever um overall i think we're both pretty positive on on lick it up way more positive than i expected to be like like way more uh-huh okay so um we'll address the elephant in the room right now and that's and it's really beyond beyond you know it's interesting talking about them taking out the makeup i i chose this album because of um because of all hell's breaking loose it's it stands out as uh, <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> the song itself is utterly insane like in a catalog of insanity it mm-hmm. stands out as top 5 craziest things they ever did i think yeah um add into that the music video for it um which i have we've got some feelings on it and it's 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 a it's a nuts sort of thing would you say that this is this was the inception of rap rock? <laughs> I mean, it could be because it's definitely it's the closest to, as far as I know. I mean, maybe there are some some hidden rap gems, but I think Paul's pseudo rapping at the beginning of of the song um, that's that's got to be the closest yeah. to hip hop and Kiss. I mean, it's all and like and that's cl- close to is like is a stretch. Well, I know, but. <laughs> He's not. He's not singing. No, okay? he's not. Like, he's like, not talking. It, it's like it's like jive talking or something like mm-hmm. that. Because okay, I, I'm just gonna. We'll just get do some of the lyrics here. I'll, I'll try. I'll try to avoid doing a Paul impression too much, but uh, it's it, it's a little it's a little fun. You'll slip into it. I'm <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I look at the lyrics, I immediately want to start doing it like Paul. <laughs> Street hustler comes up to me one day and I'm walking down the street, minding my own business. And he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, Hey, man! <laughs> what be this and what be that? Why can't it be like that? <laughs> and I just looked at him and kind of laughed and said, Hey, man, I am cool. I am the breed. <laughs> well, so okay so okay a a a this this doesn't happen (laughs) okay this didn't happen a street hustler did not come up to him and be like what be this and what be that (laughs) um (laughs) just like you know his like choice of like ebonics or something like yo this with a real tough son of a bitch oh yeah (laughs) you know and again um, in the video we're in another post-apocalyptic yeah scenario yeah um yeah and paul paul raps a little bit more and but then eventually like it morphs into like it ain't always easy <laughs> um but anyway so um j- just to really convey like how important uh how how good this is if we if we're gonna be here together talking shit about kiss I, I cannot stress to you enough. You need to go watch this video, okay? If, if, if any of the advice from the first five episodes that we've done, please watch this video because we're going to talk about it in depth and we're actually going to take um, an unprecedented second break and Chris and I are going to watch it and then we're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit about it and then we'll close out, uh, lick it up. We'll be right back. Louder! You want some more? All hell's breaking loose. So I hope that uh, I hope as many people as possible uh, did what Chris and I just did, where we uh, 
stopped down the show and we watched watch that that video. truly wonderful video. You know, like I I kind of love it, you know. Yeah, like, I it's uh they don't make videos like that anymore. No, it it <laughs> makes me laugh, but I also laugh when I really like things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it's I, clearly absurd, but I mean, okay, so already you're working from behind, what with Paul, uh, you know, starting We're off by, about to hear by rapping. <laughs> hey, man! Oh, boy. So, if, so for the people that didn't didn't check it out, that it's, just imagine what you're missing out on by, by hearing yeah, this. Uh, but it's just... It's just all the little things. Like yeah. the street hustler is a little person. A, like when you first hear that, like a street hustler, you are not picturing a little man who, in a cape. <laughs> who is, turns out to be like the ringleader of this club that they're at. That's like the big reveal at the end. entirely populated by women arm wrestling and eating, eating. and drinking soda sexually. <laughs> Because once again, you know, like eating is just the the, the sexiest thing that you know there what? is. When I really want to get off, I find a video of a woman eating an apple. Just, just get a fucking just, apple and just chomp just into that. Just one bite. Just, just, just one bite. And you explode, right? I mean, I love it. Like, like as soon as the video starts, you know, like we get it. Gene just, just kicks some vagrant in the face. And steals a piece <laughs> of meat from him. Yeah, which he then proceeds to roast briefly over a garbage it, fire, which, which there's a, immediately sizzles, too. Mm-hmm. He cooks it perfectly. He just needed that little extra heat. Just that little bit. I mean, it, it makes you wonder, like, would he have eaten it if he didn't wasn't able to throw it over that trash fire? There's <laughs> <laughs> not even to say, the, in the, the climax of the video... Is when the rapier fight breaks out. You know, in the club. classic rapier fight. Yeah, in a in a post-apocalyptic tomorrow, people will fight with rapiers, <laughs> and women will arm wrestle while watching. Yeah, aging rock bands perform. See, that, that's the thing too. It's like so, like as, as they walk into this uh, club, whatever you want to call it, this immediately den of depravity. Yeah, <laughs> um, immediately. Paul is almost uh, killed when, when, when a knife comes flying and by his head. It's not even like a big knife or a scary knife. It looks like a butter knife. <laughs> it's 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 a knife. It's okay, but um, but then leads you to believe like okay, so what what exactly is Kiss's role here? Like, Ooh, are they not are, welcome here? Are are they the entertainment? Are they there to fight everyone? I'm assuming they they want to fuck all the women there because mm-hmm. you know it's kiss or just watch them eat or just watch them eat. It's all a part of it. It's all erotic. And that's not that's not food can be sexy, but when that's your one go to in the song, yeah. Like one chick was eating. So I don't even know what it was. It was just it was, like it looked like it was like half eaten already. <laughs> like, one is literally like, eating a sandwich. That, yeah, that must be what I'm thinking of. She's got like half a sandwich. Half a sandwich. <laughs> I'm glad they can bake bread in the apocalypse. Exactly. <laughs> These They're, women must have like a really interesting society. It does make you think though, like maybe like maybe they did like several takes. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go they probably didn't do that many takes given what, what's put on screen. But they probably were like, you know, we'll get it in one take. Here's your sandwich. <laughs> you know? Like, oh shit. Oh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have In to. my mind, they're shooting the video. And they just have the women looking sexy, and they're like, "It's not right! It's not right!" 
yet again, just like look it up. They look around. They see craft services. <laughs> like, give them, give that one an apple. Give that one a sandwich. Yeah. You, you girls arm wrestle with each other. We don't have enough food for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, and I, you know, we'll be getting into more Kiss videos. That's going to be the fun about doing the 80s stuff is there are a lot of Kiss videos and uh, it's just a lot of fun to see them so desperate. Um <laughs> But it's like when we when we when we watch and still just making fist loads, at bucket loads of money the whole time. Oh, they're doing a lot of fisting, I'm sure. Gene, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, do yourself a favor, seek out all hell's breaking loose, even if you just listen to it on Spotify. But no, it's it's, no, it's on it's on YouTube. Go no, watch go, watch watch the video. Watch the video. You get you get the one two punch of this insane song and this. And it's un, I know uh, speaking for myself the. Kiss outside of their makeup wasn't something that I was super, like aware of. Like, yeah, I, I guarantee there is a large contingent of people that are just unaware, just that, living that, your life, not even knowing. You don't even fucking that know. They shed the makeup in '83. Yeah, but it, you know, I, I like really for most people, like people just aren't aware that there was a large portion of their career where there's just no makeup, and so this is this was an important album to. Uh, to analyze and get into mm-hmm. um any thoughts closing out on uh, on lick it up no Chris? i think we've we've covered everything i wanted yeah. to talk about the all's hell's all hell's breaking loose has been stuck in my head that's the one song off this album that gets stuck in my head now is it is it the chorus no, or is all, it all is it, it's only the chorus it's okay just, all hell's breaking loose once you do <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh sorry listeners um because yeah once you once you listen to it more and you start learning the street hustler comes up to me shit then believe me that that will be the inescapable part. Um, so um, now that we're through with it, as we do after uh, every um, analysis of um, a Kiss album, I guess I got to ask you, uh, what is your Kiss Army status? Um, still a draft dodger? Still a deserter? A defector? Whatever you want to call it. Well, I I have I've yet to join up, so I can't quite desert. Yeah, lick, but, but lick it up probably helped, right? I think in of like this isn't my favorite of the five albums we've done so far, but it's definitely it's up there. I I mm-hmm. like it's some of the albums have taken me like several tries to listen through, but I when I've listened to this one, I've had no problems just listening through it. Yeah, and it's just good. Though I will admit, driving over here. I was blasting it in my car, and I came up to a red light with my window open, and I totally turned it down. <laughs> Dude, I I I was le- I was leaving work today, and I put it on, and it, it's it, there's like a heat wave going on in uh, at Edmonton right now. Um, so my window my windows were rolled down, and I too was blasting it, and then was like driving by people walking to their cars, like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no! We're, we're definitely still draft dodgers. Yeah, exactly. If that doesn't tell you everything, where I was like, oh, in the comfort of my own home, I don't, I don't mind this. But okay, so anyway, that'll do it for lick it up. We're um, we're gonna move on now to a regular segment. Um, it's time for the Chris Kiss quote. Right. So uh, this one's a little shorter, mm-hmm. and I we've been heavy. I've been doing Gene. I've been doing Paul. I wanted to switch it up. Here's the full quote. I, I'm gonna try to get through this. I finally got a chance to talk to my daughter from my previous marriage. I just got married May 3rd to my beautiful wife, but we don't see each other much. Oh, oh no! 
I'll read that entire quote again. This is a quote. I finally got a chance to talk to my daughter from a previous marriage. I just got married May 3rd to my beautiful wife, but we don't see each other much. Joe's like the most depressing. That's Peter Chris, baby. Oh, it sounded like Peter Chris. I was... I was going to guess him or Ace, but yeah. uh, There was a quote about him encouraging women to get breast exams. It was like a breast cancer awareness oh. thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it, was a, it was a toss-up, but I just liked that that was the full quote. <laughs> well, it's got to be like from his book or something oh, yeah, like I'm that. Sure. But it's funny just taking this depressing quote out of context. <laughs> I love it. You're doing God's work with this, with this quote, quote shit. Uh, it's a great contribution, my friend. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move it along to uh, my newest segment that we'll be, we'll be playing every week. Uh, this is the People Let Me Get This Off My Chest tribute. This is track two. it <laughs> the joy the joy of of oh, this of I, again whoever put this together thank you so much i cannot articulate to you how much it has meant to me over the years it, it's truly remarkable <laughs> I, like i have i have ruined friendships based on yeah based we've on we've been hanging out before and you've just put it on as if like <laughs> this, this is a fun thing for us to have in the background like anyone could possibly be enjoying this and that's why I'm trying to bring it to you, our dear uh, listeners. Uh, so believe me, there's there's 70 tracks. That's we've gone through two of them. This amazing. I love the segment so much. Yeah, believe me, it's not going anywhere. Okay, so I guess we're at the point in the show now where um, I give the kiss my assignment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thought long and hard about this one. Um, decided. Well, I expected Lick It Up to be shittier, so I kind of wanted to go and throw a bone to what's probably a better album, but then Lick It Up ended up being not bad. Um, but whatever, I'm going to stick with uh, my choice for it, and we're going to go back to the 70s to Love Gun. Love Gun. Love Gun. Um, it's it's another subtle title. <laughs> I wonder what they mean. There's a, there's, there's a track on uh, on the people let me get this off my chest and I, i'm pretty sure it's before love gun and you want to talk about gross it's the grossest one of the grossest things i've ever heard it puts paul talking about all these euphemisms for his love gun well it, like it's six year of sex i won't even say I, like I'll, I'll save it i'll save it for for the next episode <laughs> but it was just like the first first time i heard it i was just like oh my god <laughs> what what person wants to hear this and think about Paul Stanley's dick this much? I, uh, the, the mind reels. But there are those. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Love Gun will be the next one, uh, especially for you out there if you if you're uh, playing along and listening uh, before we before we do these albums. Um, because we like to keep it positive and not entirely negative, not just uh, a couple of jackasses. We like to give a recommendation of something. Chris, I have a feeling I know what your recommendation I- is. I'm going to recommend be. being careful around coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. 
just be very careful. It could burn you very badly. <laughs> that is sound advice from a man who truly... He's an expert. Let's be honest. Yeah, I am, I'm an expert. I'm a, I'm a victim of the... Uh, of a tragedy of coffee. He's a coffee uh, man. What did you think I was gonna suggest? Well, when we were, when we were at your place the other night, what 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 were we watching that we both flipped out? Oh over? yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll give a real real one. We uh, both just started getting into Atlanta, the Donald Glover's TV series, and it is truly incredible. It's it's, it's it was immediately. I was like, we we sat there, we watched five straight episodes. We we're just like, oh, well, this is the best show on TV. Yeah. And have you finished the first season? No, I haven't watched any since that night. I've, 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 I've one. I'm one episode left. Nice. And it's it's all just great. Like it's still that quality yeah. just continues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure by the end of the weekend I'll have I'll yeah. have the whole season one and two through. Yeah, can't recommend that enough. Um, on my end, I'll um I'll stick with um I was talking about uh, Queens of the Stone Age earlier today having just seen them um and it might be a little intimidating to just say oh just get every album so i'll say specifically get the album rated r start to finish total classic um just just a a a perfect rock album so there you have it some good rock and roll music (laughs) exactly shout out to the rem podcast (laughs) god damn that show's been good yeah it is did you listen to the david wayne episode no i have not listened to that one yet it's the funniest episode they maybe have ever done amazing yeah i can't wait to listen to it yeah that was a that was a former recommend for me i think from our uh second episode anyway um that's gonna basically do it for us uh this week um i'll throw out our plugs once again you uh, you can find us at detroit talk city on twitter uh email us at detroit talk city pod at gmail.com i'm on twitter and instagram at scatman malone i'm on twitter and instagram el chris cook yeah anything else to plug chris uh I don't know. My uh, you can check out my Instagram. My I just did Instagram. You can check out my IMDb. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot to ask about your credits. I know. I was I was a little worried. <laughs> it's the same. And theater credits don't go on IMDb. So what the fuck am I doing? Right. What the fuck are any of us doing? That's gonna do it for us at Detroit Talk City. Remember, it don't mean spit to us. That's a Fox and Crocs production.